What can you expect from an experienced financial advisor? Are all advisors alike? And will the right advisor really make a positive difference? Your Financial Journey is a podcast brought to you by Providence Wealth Advisors, LLC, a wholly owned affiliate of Providence Bank and Trust. In this series, members of the PWA team discuss the importance of planning, relevant developments, and investment strategies geared to help you achieve your wealth management goals and to provide you with experience, guidance, and support every step of the way. Welcome. I'm Doug DeGroat from Providence Wealth Advisors. On this podcast, we're going to include all of our Providence Wealth Advisors staff with each of us offering some quick financial tips for you to consider as we enter 2023. So with that noted, I will lead us right off and suggest that you begin the year with a budget or financial plan. This was a tip that was passed on to me early in my career and something I've always found very helpful. It's really hard to consider any financial transaction for contemplation, whether it's savings for retirement, buying a home, buying a car, home improvements, or even making some charitable gifts without knowing exactly how your funds are currently being allocated. The plan can be as detailed as you like. You don't necessarily have to break it down to the penny, but you need to have a general idea of how your funds are being spent, and that in turn will allow you the knowledge as to what type of future fund allocation decisions you can make, or in turn, what you should be saving for. So with that said, I'm going to turn it over to Cheryl for her thoughts. Thank you, Doug. My tip um, is something that I like to do personally at this time of the year. Uh, I like to review passwords and websites and keep um, either a book of those that information or a spreadsheet to make sure that the information is correct and updated. And I also like to remind a loved one who I can trust and let them know where that information is kept in case they should ever need it. Now I'd like to turn it over to Laura for her tip. Thanks, Cheryl. My tip for the coming year would be to consider consulting a financial professional. It's really important to discuss all your financial needs, like savings, investing, financing large purchases, planning for retirement, as well as managing your risk. Another good reason would be for estate planning to help with transferring your wealth. Hiring an experienced and skilled financial professional like Providence Wealth Advisors can really help you establish a plan and get your financial affairs in order so that you can live the life you want in the future and in retirement. Next, I'll hand it over to Jill. Thank you, Laura. Hi, this is Jill. So with tax season approaching, I have an idea that I'd like to share. Starting in January, when tax forms start coming in the mail, I get a folder and have a specific location in my house. So when those documents come in the mail, I place them immediately in the designated area, separate from my usual mail pile. That way, when it's time to file my taxes, I'm not scrambling last minute to find everything. If your tax forms get sent electronically, to your email box, I like to flag the item in my email box for later reference when I'm ready to print them. Or uh, I can also create a folder in the email box and move that specific email to that folder for easy retrieval later on. 
Thank you. Now I'd like to turn it over to Donna. Thanks, Jill. I thought I'd share some insight about the importance of savings that applies to my personal life here lately. When my son was younger and would receive cash for his birthday or Christmas, we would deposit it to a savings account. Of course, we'd let him spend some of it. As he got older, he really appreciated seeing his account grow. Now that he's out of school and he finally landed his first good paying job last year, although only part-time and no benefits, thankfully he was still living at home. I encouraged him to have $25 deducted from each paycheck and be automatically deposited to his savings account, kind of an out of sight, out of mind savings. Since he gets paid every week, he would have saved $1,300 in a year, not bad. Back in August, he was offered a full-time position, which made him eligible for benefits. So he enrolled in the company 401k plan. He elected to contribute 3% of his salary to start with and hopes to increase the percentage every year when he gets a salary increase until he reaches the maximum company benefit match, which at this time is 7%, which is great. While still depositing the $25 per week in his savings account, he was reluctant at first about continuing to deposit the $25 per week, but will thank me later when he sees his account continue to grow. So whether you're a grandparent, adult, or younger children, it's never too late to start saving for yourself or for them. So get to it if you're able to. Nicole? My first tip for 2023 is to review your homeowners and car insurance coverage. Check your deductibles to maybe reduce premiums and make sure you update your home coverage if you've recently remodeled the bathroom or finished off the basement. Maybe you need an umbrella policy. Talk to your insurance agent and dig into some of the details of your policy. My second tip is to make sure your beneficiary designations are up to date on any retirement plans such as 401ks, IRAs, and also your life insurance policies and even bank accounts. If you've had a life-changing event or if you skipped the beneficiary designation part of a new account, this is your reminder to make sure you take care of it in the new year. Next up is Jay. Thanks, Nicole. Um, I thought I would use this opportunity to offer a friendly warning about moving a particular type of IRA account between financial institutions. Um, there are two ways to move an IRA account from one institution to the next. The most common is the IRA transfer. And under this method, the, the current IRA custodian simply sends the money directly to the new institution and you never actually take possession of the funds yourself. The second option is called the 60-day IRA rollover. With this method, you actually take a distribution out of your current IRA and then you have 60 calendar days to redeposit those funds into an IRA of the same type. So there are one or two restrictions on doing a 60-day rollover. For all intents and purposes, both of those options are going to be available to you when you want to move your own IRA from one institution to another. The story is a little different when you receive money through being named as a beneficiary on someone else's IRA. If you inherit an IRA balance from someone other than your spouse, the first thing you will need to do is open up a special type of IRA to hold that money. That type of IRA is called an inherited IRA. Sometimes it's called a beneficiary IRA. Once you open your inherited IRA, you can definitely move that money to a different IRA custodian if you want to. 
However, the rules that govern inherited IRAs state that when a non-spouse withdraws money from their inherited IRA, it cannot be redeposited back into that account. In other words, once you take a distribution from your inherited IRA, you're stuck with it. And for that reason, the 60-day rollover option is not available when you are moving your inherited IRA from one institution to the next. The only way a non-spouse beneficiary can move their inherited IRA to a new institution is to do an IRA transfer. And the way you do that is you simply go into the institution where you want the money to be moved to and fill out an IRA transfer request form. Your new institution will send that transfer form to your existing IRA custodian. They will in turn send the money right over to your new institution and you're good to go. So while you do have two options to moving your own IRA between institutions, only the IRA transfer will work in the case of your inherited IRA. And with that little bit of wisdom imparted, I would now like to turn you over to the newest member of the PWA staff, Laura Olivo. Laura, what have you got for us? Thank you, Jay. I find this is a great time of year to purge the piles of papers we may have lying around. Get rid of the old instruction manuals we no longer need, the random cords, file away any important documents, and consider enrolling in electronic statements to cut down on these piles in the future. Now to Tom. Thank you, Laura. My tip is how to prepare for a recession. Recessions are an unavoidable part of any economy, but you can weather the storm by anticipating challenges early and preparing for the future. Here are a few steps you can take to plan for that uncertainty. Assess your financial health. One of the hardest parts of a recession is not knowing what comes next and when things will get better. That's why it's important to be clear about where you stand financially. For example, knowing how much cash you have on hand and how quickly it can be accessed. Review your budget. Ensure that you are living within that budget, even if a recession isn't approaching. Know how much debt you have, what are your basic living expenses, and do you have any major events coming up with significant expenses? such as a wedding or a baby or retirement. If you're well prepared for recession, you have an emergency fund that covers at least six months of living expenses. Focus on debt repayment. Understand which, bill, which bills need to be paid. If you lose your job, you might not be able to pay every bill on time or in full each month. Prioritize. Pay your mortgage on time and in full each month. You don't want to be evicted or face foreclosure. Make your car payment, especially if you need a car to get to work, and make at least your minimum payment on your credit cards. Make, a, make an effort to stay on top of your financial situation. A recession may be an uncertain time, but the best thing you can do is take proactive steps now to prepare yourself. And lastly, don't panic. Recessions are inevitable, and they do pass. Don't jump ship. Stick with your plan. And hopefully you'll look back five or 10 years from now and be happy about it. Now I will turn it over to Brian for his tips. Thanks, Tom. So we'll finish on a high note with a handful of thrilling tax tips to think about as we approach the end of the year. First, if you itemize deductions, look for opportunities to accelerate deductions such as medical expenses into this current tax year, which could make a difference on your 2022 tax return. Second, again, if you itemize deductions on your federal income tax return, you can generally deduct a portion of any charitable contributions you make within the year. 
Third, if it looks as though you are going to owe federal income tax for the year, consider increasing your withholding on Form W-4 for the remainder of the year to cover the shortfall. Finally, as Donna mentioned, save more for retirement. Contributions to a traditional IRA might be deductible and pre-tax contributions to an employer-sponsored retirement plan, such as a 401k or 403b, can help reduce your 2022 taxable income. There are some quick things to consider as 2022 draws to a close. So, Doug, I'll pass the mic and a cup of eggnog to you for some final thoughts. Well, thanks, Brian. In closing, we hope you find some of these tips to be helpful for your personal financial situation. I know I certainly did. Great tips all, thanks for sharing. As we end the year, for those of you that are customers of ours, we'd like to thank you for the opportunity to continue to serve you. For those of you that are not customers, we'd love to talk to you. Feel free to reach out to any of our group that you've heard from today. We know it's been a challenging year in the financial markets. We look forward to a much brighter 2023. Be sure to subscribe to Your Financial Journey on either Apple Podcasts or Spotify. As we close, we would like to say from our entire group, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Thank you. Providence Wealth Advisors, LLC, or PWA is a wholly owned affiliate of Providence Bank and Trust, or PB&T. The investment products and services offered by PWA are independent of the products and services offered by PB&T and are not FDIC insured, may lose value, are not bank guaranteed, and are not insured by any federal or state government agency. Investment products and services are offered by appropriately licensed investment advisor representatives, subject to the general oversight and authority of PWA. PWA is an SEC-registered investment advisor company. To obtain a copy of their ADV Part 2A and Form CRS, visit www.providencewealth.com. PWA is located throughout the Chicagoland area and Northwest Indiana. To contact PWA, call 888-927-7387, email askexperts at providencewealth.com, or write to 20220 South LaGrange Road, Frankfort, Illinois, 60423.